Chapter Twenty Four Dorothy Dale's Queer Holidays. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Lucy Burgoyne. Dorothy Dale's Queer Holidays by Margaret Penrose. Chapter Twenty Four The Rescue. The sight that had so suddenly shocked Major Dale and his helpers was indeed appalling. Within the secret room they had found a man, not a ghost nor a demon, but a sick, almost helpless old man, the once popular Captain Mayberry. At a glance it was plain he was in hiding in the wretched place, and the surroundings showed he had food and some of life's necessities within reach, although the very rats, whose presence were painfully evident, must have enjoyed a keener advantage in the mansion, once proud of the name Mayberry. Frightened almost into convulsions, the decrepit old man fell back into a corner, his eyes glaring with the unmistakable gleam of insanity, and his teeth chattering terribly. A stove, barely alive with heat, served to shelter him from the intruders, for he managed to get behind the old piece of iron, and there crouched and shuddered. Come, come, said Major Dale, as quickly as he could command his voice. Don't you know me? Look, I'm Dale, of the guards. Come to save you, Cap. We have no wish to frighten you. Save me, hissed the old man. Go away. I'm crazy, crazy. Not a bit of it, answered the Major, stepping nearer to the stove. Come along. We are snowbound, and had to come in uninvited. Assured that the spectre was a man, and nothing more nor less, Tom had hurried back to reassure the girls. Nat turned his attention to old Abe, and, between scolding and explaining, finally succeeded in quieting the coloured man's fears. But the Major kept close to the lunatic, for such he took Captain Mabry to be. "'And don't you remember me?' he kept asking, satisfied that a gleam of recognition did pass over the wrinkled face that now peered out into the glare of the lamp from the firebird. "'Come, we are hungry, and you are too,' I'll wager. Let's have mess. Rations are plenty tonight. Crawling like some animal, the old man was finally persuaded to come out from behind the stove. Major Dale laid his hand on the arm of Captain Mayberry. Just out here, directed the Major, leading the trembling one. You see, we have taken possession of your house. Tell me how you feel, how you are. Major Dale wanted him to talk, both to quiet the girl's fears and to determine his actual state of mind. But Captain Mayberry's speech was very slow and decidedly confused. I guess I'm all right now, he managed to utter. Where's Jane? Jane? Oh, yes, Jane, repeated the Major. That's your sister, Miss Pumphrey was not now. She locks me up 
leaves me to die. Oh, now, come, isn't it Jane who brings you things to eat? asked the Major, venturing a guess. Why, didn't she send the coal and the bread? Yes, yes, answered the old man, but she will not let me go. She drove me crazy, yes, and I'm crazy now. Not a bit of it. Here, sit down on this seat, and Major Dale motioned to Tom. This young man will stay by you to keep you company while we prepare the mess. Perhaps you will show us how to get water, and have you any way of lighting up? A look of intelligence crossed Captain Mayberry's face. He shuffled over to a corner and actually pressed a button. The chandeliers poured out a flood of electric light. Jane did that, he muttered. She likes light. Well, I'll be hanged, exclaimed Tom. And I'll be jiggered, added Nat. The poor old man, whispered Dorothy, venturing to take a step toward him and to think we were afraid of him. Were, remarked Tavia significantly, I'm just scared to death this very minute. Suppose he screams again. What if he does? Dorothy whispered back. Surely he has more cause to fear us than we have to fear him. I'm going to help with things. Abe stood with wide open mouth, surveying the ghost. Tom and Nat had brought the relief supplies from the wagon, old Abe's strongest carry-all, which had successfully weathered the snowdrifts between Tanglewood Park and the Cedars. It stopped snowing, announced Nat cheerfully. Guess we will be able to make it all right by daylight. Fall in, fall in, called the Major, making a place for Captain Mayberry on the end of the seat that served as table and chairs collectively. It was a queer meal, but a delightful one. The relief that Major Dale brought was not in food alone. And there's the coffee, he announced. Will one of you boys just let that stand on the stove in the captain's private room? Tom jumped to comply. He readily found the means of lighting the secret room, and soon found other conveniences, such as water and cooking utensils. Captain Mayberry had not forgotten how to eat. He was almost human, as Nat whispered to Dorothy. Here, guard, called the Major. Fetch that coffee. Help yourself, this to the Captain. We eat according to rank this time. Captain Mayberry seemed to smile. He took the cup of coffee, then the others raised their cups to drink a toast. To the guards, proposed the Major. Long life and happiness to the last of them. It was a strange sight, the cracked and broken cups that Tom had secured in the captain's quarters, raised to drink the honoured toast. And a merry Christmas to Captain Mayberry, called out Dorothy. Old Abe dropped his cup, spilled his coffee. He looked down ruefully at the puddle on the floor. Any mo? he asked. It was the first word he had spoken since he entered the house. Tom refilled the cup. Take care of that, he cautioned Abe. It's about all. What time? asked the Major, addressing Nat. Four. Would you believe it? It will be daylight soon. 
"'Glad of it,' replied the Major. "'We can't leave here any too quickly. "'It has cleared, you say?' "'Beautifully,' answered Nat. "'And the sun tomorrow will be a ringer for the moon tonight. "'I'll bet it will be one of those dazzling days.' "'Likely,' agreed the Major. "'We must take Mayberry back with us,' he said in a low voice. "'Poor old chap, to think that I should find him.' and in such a pitiable condition. End of chapter 24